Welcome to Lift Yourself Podcast. I'm your host, Laura, and I created this podcast to help you feel inspired and uplifted so you can unleash your potential self to the world. In this podcast, I talk about divine feminine energy, female empowerment, personal development, and much more. You can expect a mixture of guest interviews and solo episodes from me alongside some of my guided meditations. I'm so happy that you're joining me today. So let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I am Solo for this week's episode and we are going to be delving into ways that you can level up and love life. I am so excited to talk about this topic and I am on a roll when it comes to planning the solo episodes. I've got some really exciting topics up and coming over the next few weeks so keep a lookout and be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you aren't already. I upload every single Sunday. Now before we get into the topic and covering everything that I have planned with you, I wanted to expand on this concept a little bit more. Now when I talk about levelling up, I'm going to be sharing with you ways that I'm going to be levelling up my life in 2024 and coming at it from an angle of this is what is working for me, it has worked for me and it's going to continue working for me. Some of these points I've been doing for a long time, some of them only recently, and some are brand new. And I really want to highlight that before we get into the episode. I am not suggesting by any means that I am at an up-level place where I know I'm reaching or I have reached my full potential. I intuitively feel that there's still so much left within me to learn, expand and grow and when I'm recording this episode I am talking to you about my journey, I'm sharing my journey with you. This is what is helping me, it might help you too and it might not because I'm not the guru to your life. All I am doing is navigating this process and being on my self-development journey and showing up for myself and wanting to give you guidance along the way if you choose to receive it. So I am still at the beginning of my journey and some of you might be shocked to hear me say this because I have been working on myself for well over six years and the reason that I still feel at the beginning is I am still learning so much, I know I still have so much to give, so much to create, so much to achieve which really does excite me and it gives me this sense of spark and eagerness energetically to consistently commit and devote to everything that I do so I'm not coming at it from this place of I'm the most successful person ever or I'm highly massively successful because I'm self-aware enough to know that whilst I've achieved some great things especially over the past couple of years I'm not putting myself down I'm still navigating this process and even if I'm just a few steps ahead of you I'm hoping that what it is that I have to say will support you to accelerate your journey and the decisions that you make and the habits that you implement and the choices that you choose to change certain areas of your life to see better results and that's what it's all about. Now the reason that I've put love in the title is because we can level up and there's so much talk at the moment especially this time of year of working at improving yourself, it's January, people are focused on their goals, some people have fell off track, some people 
didn't even gain any clarity at the beginning of the year and they're still unsure, whatever camp you're in right now, it's remembering that you can change that if it doesn't align with you or if it doesn't feel good and you know you're settling or you're selling yourself short and you're not doing things to improve your circumstances. And we can do and be and implement all of the things that will support us to level up. The point here that I want to highlight is we want to be in a state of having love and appreciation for our life. So loving the process and the journey, no matter how cliche that saying might be, when you really think about it, you want to have that love and acceptance for who you are. You don't want to be fighting a battle with yourself. So even if you're not at the end product, like what I say, I believe I'm not at the end product. I probably won't ever get at the end product because I'm that type of personality. When I do get to a certain level in a few years time, there'll be another goal and there'll be something else that I'm working towards. And that's fine. You know, we can have that drive and that is what we require as humans to give us that get up and go and I think that that is an amazing quality to have so we're always going to be in that state of looking at the next thing and wanting to grow but the reason that having that love and appreciation for your life and for who you are as a person is so vital is because we are finding ways that we can feel fulfilled in the process and having that appreciation for the fact that we're choosing to go on this journey And we're not putting our happiness and our self-love and self-worth on things outside of us. So yes, we can still level up. I just don't want us to do it at the detriment of our relationship with ourself or thinking that we can't love our life and love the choices that we've made and the process that we're on because we're constantly chasing a goal that always seems so far ahead of us. Now, The best analogy I can use to describe this is you often hear about millionaires and billionaires who have achieved all of this wealth. On paper, they seem to have everything that you could ever want, yet deep down, they're depressed, they're unhappy, they don't feel in alignment, they made decisions that aren't true to themselves, and that creates this level of separation. So when I think about that and and applying this to my growth journey and my future, I know that I don't want to be in that place. Even now, I don't want to be in that place where I don't feel happy in myself, but I certainly don't want to feel like that in the future. So how can I begin to have that love and acceptance for my life and the decisions that I'm making? So it's remembering that as long as you are able to really build the relationship that you have with yourself and you have an inner sense of happiness you're not seeking it from anything externally and this takes practice and it's remembering that nothing outside of us can truly change how we feel or what has gone on in the past and the past is the past it's gone we can't go back into that shoulda woulda coulda mindset I wish I did this, I could have done that. Well, we can't think like that. That's not going to support us unless we're looking at ways in which that we can change for the present moment and the future. So when I'm thinking about leveling up, I'm thinking about, yes, I'm here to level up. I'm here to guide others to level up. That's my mission. But at the same time, I want to have that love and acceptance for who I am and the life that I've created. I don't want to be living in a prison 
even worse a mental prison I guess that's the point isn't it where you feel like you aren't at an ability to have freedom and I think that that is really truly what a lot of us are seeking that level of freedom now just to add as well this doesn't mean to say that every single step that you take and habit that you implement is going to be easy especially at the beginning so there's very much a difference between having love and acceptance and respect for yourself and then thinking that everything should be handed to you on a plate and happen straight away the reality is is that things will be challenging when you're up leveling things will be difficult and things won't always go to plan so it's how you're able to acknowledge that and know that it doesn't define you and your capabilities it's just showing you ways that you can adjust and adapt and learn get support change something pivot something to still move forward and progress now remember from a spiritual stance this is the way that i look at it when we're faced with challenges when we're growing that is simply a universal assignment it's a a test of our character to see what choices we're going to make and then we will always be shown the steps to support us to help us overcome those barriers and overcome those challenges so we're not reverting back to the old habits and the behaviors that have kept us in the reality that we have right now at this current moment and when you think about the choices that you've made in the past all of those decisions have led to you being here right now and the beauty of all of this is the past is the past as I say but the present moment is where the magic is and when you are clear on what leveling up means for you then that will guide you and be your blueprint and your roadmap towards your success because I know we've all heard this saying before success looks different to us all but it really does So success to me and my idea of levelling up may well be different to yours and this is why when I'm going through the points that I'm going to share in this episode, not all of it will resonate with you. Some of it may well, all of it may well and that's great. I invite you to listen to the episode fully with an open mind, then really begin to reflect on where you are right now, what success looks like and feels like for you, what the level up feels like. And then what are the habits and the beliefs and the routines that are in place right now and the environment that you're in right now? Are those things reflecting your journey, your up-level journey? And how can you begin to make some changes and tweaks? Okay, let's get into sharing the tips. I've actually written eight different points down and none of these are in any particular order. I'm just going to go with the one that's at the top of the page and then expand on it a little bit more. So ways to level up and love life. The first point I've written, which is probably not really going to be a surprise to anyone, especially if you've been around here for a long time, is developing a workout routine, developing a way in which that you are moving your body on a regular basis. Now, this doesn't mean every day. We have to look at what is going to support us. We have to take into account our fitness levels, our health goals, our body, everything that we've got going on health-wise. This is unique to every individual person. What you can do is develop a routine, a workout routine that makes you feel better energetically, physically, spiritually, emotionally. I can't preach 
having a health and fitness routine enough and I recorded a solo episode on this last week if you've not heard that yet I recommend going to give that a listen at the end of this episode if you would like to hear me expand more on fitness and developing self-confidence when it comes to going to the gym but if you think about it from this stance we all know the saying health is wealth and even though we hear it everywhere it's so true because without our health we don't have anything we won't have the ability to be able to show up and level up we won't be able to implement those ideas that we've got and take those aligned action steps and start that podcast or start that business or apply for that job or go traveling so taking care of your health in whatever way that looks like is you really loving and valuing yourself i see having a workout routine as a strong sense of self-love because you're respecting your body you're respecting your health you are devoting to your actual well-being and you're giving yourself that time to show up now we know that when we're moving no matter how small that movement might be an outdoor walk we're going to feel so much better because those endorphins are flowing our energy is increasing we're moving through the body and it just works i know that at the beginning of everything especially workout routines it's so much more difficult we feel the resistance because it's not familiar or maybe we've been doing it for a while and we want to level up and we want to change something about how we're training so say if you have been working out for a long time similar to me it's looking at what can you implement to switch it up what can you implement to make it more exciting so you're almost getting back into that newbie beginner period and you're challenging yourself and that's the up level so recently and i shared some of this last week i have been drawn more to the idea of finding a dance class local to me and going to it i do like a street dance class i just think it's way out of my comfort zone i've not danced for a very long time i do love dancing don't get me wrong but it's different dancing at home while you're getting ready in front of the mirror to actually being in a dance class and following the choreography that has been planned and i'm like i think i'm gonna give this a go because it just feels fun it's different to yoga it's different to weightlifting and it just excites me so that is something different that i am intending to implement this year to my workout routine and that will help me level up because i'm going to be learning and i'm going to be trying something different so it's finding what works for you and showing up for your health and your well-being and your overall wellness and you will begin to see the knock-on effects in all of the areas of your life trust me when i say once you're in a routine and you're developing that self-confidence because you are showing up you will see the payoff that it has it really does work so the next point is self-talk how are you talking in general how are you talking about yourself are you speaking about yourself more negatively or are you speaking about yourself more positively now this one is really difficult to be able to catch because quite often the way in which we speak about ourselves is so subconscious we don't even realize that we're doing it and it's as a result of 
the ways in which we've always spoken about ourselves or the overall belief system we have about our worth and whether we are good enough or whether we are conscious of not putting ourselves too much out there because we're worried we might be perceived as being big-headed or cocky or too confident too much and we then bring ourselves back down and we keep ourselves at a certain level because we have a lot of fear around what that would mean so becoming more aware of how you're talking about yourself with other people in conversations and also how you're talking about yourself thinking about yourself when it's just you if you're able to notice the narrative and the stories and the ways in which you are putting yourself down and you are holding yourself back and you can lovingly call yourself out and begin to recognise that this does not have to be my story anymore. I can let this go. This might have been my reality in the past, but I get to decide a different reality now. We know the power of the phrase I am. When we are affirming something, we are cementing it. We are putting a big stamp on our subconscious mind. Yep, this is me. I'm affirming it. And our actions and our reality is going to continue to reflect what we're saying, no matter how subtle it is. And look, I do this as well. I'm still practising on how I speak about myself. I'm great at noticing it in other people. And I think because I do a lot of it in myself, I can see it more in other people, especially my clients. I feel that we are holding ourselves back when we put ourselves down. Really begin to think about how you can start to uplift yourself and be your own best friend. And if you notice any resistance and judgment around doing that, then that is an opportunity for you to delve into where is this coming from because this is not my story. This is something that I'm holding on to from high school or something because it's then playing out as an adult and how are you able to think and say, look, I might not be perfect at this particular thing. I might not be at the end result. I might not be at my final goal or the vision that I have, but that doesn't mean to say I have to put myself down for that fact. In order for me to be able to get to where I'm going and develop and grow as a person and have the confidence in order to actually achieve that, we have to look at how we're speaking about ourselves. Train your brain consistently to see yourself as the type of person who has what it is that you want. And the more that you're able to do that on a regular basis, you'll start to see how you feel so different. Also do an audit and a reflection on the people that you're spending time with. The environment that you're in is so key. And I know that it isn't as easy as said to just cut out your environment and cut out certain people. And I guess this is leading on to my next point. So I'm going to bring it in, which is cut out toxic people or cut off toxic people. So if we think about these two together, the self-talk and the toxic people, the, the reason that they link together is... If we're around people who are consistently always putting down other people and judging other people for doing things with their life and making positive changes, especially this time of year in January, you will hear a lot of people judging those who are setting goals and brush it off and try to minimise it or push it down. 
when really what they're doing is just projecting their own inner insecurities onto other people and you don't have to take on their perception and their belief as your reality but if you are always around people who are judging others it's going to be very difficult for you to break out of the cycle and the familiar of where you're at right now in your life especially when you're wanting to level up and also improve the relationship you have with yourself because those who judge others judge themselves the most those who have something to say about other people making changes and trying something new and putting themselves out there will hold themselves back from doing it doing it themselves because they are paralyzed with fear that they're going to be judged because they are judging other people now the reason that this can affect us is because if we're around that all of the time and we're taking that in and we're consuming that we're going to find it difficult to firstly improve the relationship we have with ourselves because we're always going to be in this belief that we have to talk badly about ourselves to fit in we have to talk badly about other people to fit in to be accepted and how are you then going to try something new how are you then going to pivot or choose a different thing such as wanting to start a book and read this book or work with a coach if you're around people who are like what are you doing that for why are you not just coming out you know like that type of attitude which we get and pushing you down to make themselves feel better so when it comes to toxic people look i've written toxic people the best way really of describing it is unhealed people because no one's really intentionally toxic it's just that they aren't aware of the traumas they've gone through and they are in an addiction and they have addictions to lots of different things and that can be addiction to judgment it's not just drugs alcohol you know all of those things and gambling it's other other ways in which their behavior patterns are showing up and the reason that they are toxic is because it's not saving them and it affects other people around them too if you're around that all of the time it will impact on your mood your energy your vibration your ambition levels over a period of time it will wear you down now we've got to look at the responsibility we have in our life and i know that everybody's circumstances are different and i have empathy for that I get it's not always easy to just cut people off straight away and I'm certainly not suggesting that. There's ways in which that you can reduce, you can put boundaries in place, you can change things and that will support you and give yourself some time and space to think about this connection, this relationship, this friendship and how you want it to continue. When we're around people who are in this toxicity, it starts to seep into ourselves and one of the things that I had to really look at through my own journey is what part of me was addicted to the toxicity? What part of me saw value in being around toxic people? Because I believed that my role was the saviour and the helper and the healer and just as much as my role here is to be a guide and a healer for others not in relationships not in friendships we can't save other people if they're not prepared to save themselves and if we start doing that what eventually begins to happen is we will start to drown with them in the toxicity 
because if you know anything about relationships where it's narcissistic, it's abusive, you begin to think that you're the problem and you start to believe that you're the problem. So you're literally gaslighted into thinking a different perception or your perception's not the perception that you actually thought it was, which can create a lot of confusion and it can influence our sense of confidence in our decision-making. So we've got to look at what part of us is actually addicted to that toxicity and is it because more likely than not it will be a result of our past experiences through childhood and the things that we've seen and what we believe our role is when it comes to conflict, toxicity, abuse, lots of different things and it's how we're able to work on ourselves or get support from a therapist, a coach, a healer, someone who can guide you to find your own answers to see I keep going back to these situations because there's a part of me that's getting a payoff which is given me the outcome that I've always known even though I don't like this outcome because I know it's not serving me. So when you're able to recognize that in yourself, call yourself out with love, you're choosing self-love, you're choosing self-respect and you can get support from people to be able to move past that. So toxicity in itself can obviously go in all different levels, there's lots of different extremes. So if we speak to people who aren't supportive of your journey and of you growing and shining, you've then got to look at how is this holding me back and how is this causing me to feel like I'm not good enough and is it feeding into the narrative that nothing will ever change. When you are wanting to make a complete transformation, your environment is key. Getting around people who uplift you, who inspire you, who support you, who guide you, who are there for the right intentions, who you can trust is vital. And this takes time and you have to go through some lessons in order to realise the signs and the red flags. This is what I've noticed anyway. But when you start to recognise that and you see your own patterns, that's when you can think about, okay, like what have these past situations taught me and how can this support me moving forward? And when you're in a community, whether that is a community online, if you're working with a coach, if you're listening to lots of podcasts like this type of show and you're reading books and maybe you're going to events and you're going to women's circles or you're going to classes like fitness classes or wellness classes, all of those things are going to really help you and you'll find like-minded people and you'll be able to form friendships and connections and possibly even future business connections and collaborations which will support your growth and it will support you in your up level. So whenever you feel uncomfortable in your environment, take note of it. If you start to feel like, I don't fit in here, I'm not enjoying these conversations anymore, I I don't want to take part in the things that these people are always doing and I'm wanting to work on myself to be a better version of myself so I feel better in myself, you've then got to lead the way and being around people who are on similar missions and in similar places and have good hearts and good intentions will help you amplify and excel even more. Okay. The next point is cut out doom scrolling. Yes, doom scrolling is the enemy of our leveling up because 
the minute that we are in a doom scroll and we start looking at different accounts like this happened to me a couple of weeks ago actually it was one weekend i don't even know how it happened and that's the thing quite often it's so subconscious you're on autopilot instagram is designed as is tiktok to keep us on the app for longer and to be looking at the next thing and the next thing and before you know it you're on this random girl's page who you've never met before who you know nothing about and she appears to have this perfect life with all of this money you don't really know what she does for work but she just looks unreal on all the pictures and I'm like what am I actually doing like none of this is saving me like it's not helping me get better it's not helping me learn it's not guiding me to make money it's not helping me with connections so it's not relevant and we need to cut it out and the only way that we can cut it out is by recognizing what we're doing and taking accountability and going why am I even doom scrolling so really looking at how often you're scrolling on social media and if you want to really be able to reduce this you can take a look at your screen time on instagram or whatever social media app you use and then you can set a restriction and a limit for how long you can go on that app on the iphone it's dead easy to do and you can just simply press the restriction time and the limit that i'm able to use instagram for or tiktok and it will cut out the doom scrolling and whenever you are in a doom scroll you'll know that it's not affecting you because you'll start to feel a different energy and a change now the reason that cutting the doom scrolling out <laughs> helps us level up is because it's given us more time to do something else where we're not on our phone it helps us because we're not in this mindset of comparing our lives to strangers and we are looking at a highlight of their life and we're comparing our whole life with them and how much energy and time does that take and that doesn't help you love your life so if you're wanting to really begin to love your life and where you're at cutting out the doom scrolling and the comparison as a result of that will completely change your outlook and your belief and your concept of what's going on right now the next point is reading 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 when you read and you learn you begin to create new ideas you begin to have a whole different perspective you don't look at things the same way you are expanded beyond belief now reading isn't something that comes easy to me i have dyslexia and i struggle with certain aspects as a result of my dyslexia i just choose to not let it hold me back and with my reading itself i'm a naturally slower reader than the average person and that's okay that doesn't mean to say that i can't read i know audiobooks are great and they definitely have a time and place for me i want to challenge myself to become a better reader and the only way we become a better reader is by giving ourselves the time and space to sit down and read and it doesn't have to be for half an hour a day or an hour a day it can be just 10 minutes if that's all you can devote at this moment and trust me when i say that those 10 minutes will add up those 10 pages will add up and the more that you're reading and you're learning the more that you'll just begin to grow and it is 
so vital for our level up journey because we're not looking at things the way that we've always looked at it. We're learning from all of these people that have achieved amazing things and have all of this knowledge and wisdom and or we're reading about their life stories and this can expand us beyond belief. I can't preach it enough. Now, I'm definitely not saying read, read, read. And this is the problem that I have. It's not a problem because I don't have a problem with it, but this is just something that I always think with like audiobooks. Because they're so passive and we're just listening to it, I'm like, how much of it, how much of it are we actually taking in? Are we just passively listening? Are we just passively learning? Or are we actually looking and thinking, okay, what does this mean to my life? How is this helping me adjust and adapt in my life? And I noticed for myself when I was listening to audiobooks in the past, I wasn't taking all of it in because transformation is part of the knowledge, but knowledge is nothing if we don't implement it. And we want to be implementing things. We want to be seeing changes in our life. We don't want to be that type of person who reads loads of books yet doesn't make any changes to their lives and their habits. So it's really about having self-awareness and looking at what works for you. I'm just sharing what helps me in terms of where I'm at right now in my life and forming habits. And a book that I'm reading at the moment is called 10x is better than 2x. I've only just started it. And then I was reading The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks at the beginning of the year in January. I've finished that book now on my Kindle. Amazing book. Absolutely love it. And I'm already loving the 10x is better than 2x. But this is written by the same author who wrote Be Your Future Self Now, which I've spoken about on the podcast in the past. Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Love his writing and his way of thinking and his style. And I guess this book is more geared to entrepreneurs, people who want to start their own thing. So it's not always going to be for everyone, but the whole concept of 10x is better than 2x is really supporting me with my own up level. So yeah, reason 100%, I can't recommend it anymore. Okay, so the next is, this is something that I'm really working on. And yeah, it's it's a challenge for me and it is to become better at time keeping and boundaries. And I think there's a there's a number of reasons why our timekeeping can be not the best. And whether it's because we overestimate how long or sorry, we underestimate how long a particular task is going to take us to do and it ends up taking us longer and then we're pushed for time and we constantly feel like we're rushing and we never have enough time in order to do the things that we want to do. And then that puts us in this state of overwhelm because we're like, where do we start? And I don't want to be showing up in that energy. Generally, I'm really good with time and needing to be at a certain place for a certain time, needing to be at a meeting for a certain time, I will get there and I will do that. There's 100% room for improvement and I know that in myself and I do want to begin to cultivate better sense of time boundaries and thinking about how long a task is going to take me and making sure that I'm giving myself the time and the space. I guess this is organisation skills as well, isn't it? That tie in with it. But it's making sure that I'm really focused on the task at hand and I'm not getting distracted. Now, sticking on the time aspect, time boundaries, helping you level up more is also about looking at what you're doing outwardly and how you're valuing and appreciating other people's time 
because if you are having value for other people's time you're looking at are you respecting their time are you emotionally dumping on other people or are you asking for permission before you share something are you being aware about what it is that you're saying i'm not suggesting that you need to bottle things up there's just time and a place for lots of different things and we have to appreciate people have lives people have different things going on so how are you respecting other people's time are you not suggesting and initiating certain things of okay i acknowledge that we have this hour slot and i don't want to continue to cross your time boundaries i know that you'll have other things to do and i respect that and then when you're respecting that with other people it will be reflected back to you so this is something that can be triggering for a lot of people and i acknowledge that and for me i think that the reason that this whole concept of time boundaries and time keeping is key to up leveling is because you begin to cut out the fluff and you begin to focus on what is necessary now the next tip is to invest in yourself i know i've spoken about reading and getting books and buying books self-development books and business books personal growth books spiritual books they're all a way of investing in yourself but they're a lot lower investment and cost this is all about you investing in yourself to do the inner work and really leveling up within yourself because you're getting into environments you're getting into communities into courses into uh, working relationship collaboration with a coach and this is going to help you level up beyond belief and i would say that investing in myself has been hands down the biggest thing that has helped me level up it's helped me excel over the past two or three years it's helped me create the things that i've created develop the confidence that i have within myself knowledge awareness lots of different aspects and i know that investing in ourselves is going to be scary at whatever level and i don't think that fear ever goes you just begin to have more self-confidence and trust within yourself when you make an investment that it's going to pay off there's going to be something which is called a return on investment and even if that return on investment doesn't seem to be straight away in the physical reality it will happen and it will start to attract there can be an invisible return on investment where you don't see it straight away so it's looking at how you're investing in yourself not to get something out immediately but knowing that that will come and being open to receive during that showing up for the investment because it's not just about making the investment a lot of people might pay money to do something but they need to then show up they need to be there they need to be present they need to be taking part within that as a result because then they'll get the most out of that experience so no matter how fearful it is investing in yourself investing in your business investing in help guidance support outsourcing will guide you to up level and it will cultivate a better relationship with yourself because of the whole value and worth that it brings and then my final point is to be happy and grateful and learn to trust that you are exactly where you're meant to be and i know we're doing a bit of a full circle moment because i touched on this at the beginning but when you're really able to have full gratitude and appreciation for life right now 
for the lessons that you've gone through, for the people that have come and gone, for the new people who are still yet to arrive. When you're really able to, hands on your heart, have that sense of gratitude, appreciation and finding happiness within yourself, then you will feel a greater level of love because you feel as though you are being loved and held by the universe, by God, by source, and you're able to have trust that even if things don't go to plan, if things don't happen as quickly as I would like, there's a lesson here and I will learn the lesson and I will cultivate resilience to still help me move forward and just releasing any expectations of how things are meant to happen and how things are meant to come and having this level of happiness for this is my life right now and I know that I have an ability to change and grow through the choices I make and by making these choices and showing up in a certain way and applying all of the things that I've just suggested you will level up you can't not level up because of everything happening and cultivating and compounding at once and remembering too that a lot of the time we don't want to always take things so personally and make it mean that something isn't possible for us it is possible if we're willing to find a way and we're willing to ask for a way when you're able to truly just find love and not needing anything or anyone outside of you to enjoy your own company that is when you do really feel a different level of appreciation, worth and respect. Now, I'm certainly not suggesting that you need to begin to implement all of these things by tomorrow (laughs) or by next week. This is a process and it's a journey and I'm a huge advocate for having ambition and having a big vision but really beginning to apply and change your habits one at a time until it becomes second nature and before you know it, just think where you can be in 12 months from now. By 2025, how different life can feel and look and those big things then start to feel like they aren't actually big things and it's more of a possibility, if not a reality in your life. And anything can begin to happen. There's no set timeline on things. Shifts can occur energetically and physically, synchronicities. We don't have to control an outcome. We just have to look at how we're showing up and what we can do to tweak and change it. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and you took a lot of value from it. I would love to hear your thoughts. So please be sure to drop me a message over on Instagram. If you're not following me already, there will be a link to my account in the description of this podcast. And if you have a friend or a family member in your life right now who you think would really benefit from listening to this episode, be sure to share it with them. And then the final thing is, if you think I've earned it, I would be so grateful if you wouldn't mind taking the time to leave a review on this podcast, either on Spotify with the stars or a written review over on Apple Podcast and let me know how you're enjoying the show. I love hearing your thoughts and how you come across the podcast and I have lots of exciting episodes to come in the future so I will love you and leave you. Have a gorgeous rest of your day wherever you are in the world and I will talk to you next week. 
Thank you so much for listening to Lift Yourself Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe. And if you would like to see more content from me, follow me on Instagram at underscore lauralifts underscore. If you're feeling generous, give this podcast a review on the Apple Podcast app as it will help this podcast get in front of more people who need to hear this content. Thank you so much for listening. I am so, so grateful to have you with me and I'm really looking forward to speaking to you next time.